All right, we ready? Can you hear me now? Yeah. All right, fire up. We're ready to rock and roll. <clears throat> it is Wednesday, September 19th, and we're here to talk some college football. Hill, what are your thoughts? Oh, I was just about to ask you. Just give me your first thought of last weekend. Um, SEC reigns. I think the SEC reigns, man. This is all about the SEC right now. I was just about to say the Big Ten looked pathetic. It was a rough week for the Big Ten. It was a tough week. It really was. And I think we all kind of figured out that Arizona State is a bunch of, is a bunch of pretenders. Oh, yeah. And it'll, they'll solidify that after this weekend. But we'll talk yeah, about it's going to get up. So, it's gonna get up. What, what do you think happened with the Big Ten? Is they just not not ready, or what, what happened there? Well, okay, let me start with Ohio State, because I think that's, that's – that's the Big Ten's kind of their their piece into the college football playoff right now. I thought Ohio State looked pretty solid against TCU. I think TCU gave them all they could handle. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think Ohio State – but the thing is with Ohio State, they're not built like a Big Ten team. This team is has athletes all over the field. They're built like an SEC team. And under Urban Meyer, they're showcasing kind of that ability. Mm-hmm. rest of the Big Ten, especially with team, teams like Wisconsin and Michigan, there's not a whole lot of innovation. No. There's not a lot of creativity. It's line up and punch you in the mouth. In the new day and age in football, especially when you go against teams like in the SEC that have the athletes and even teams, the better teams in the Big 12, Clemson, going to have athletes over the field. And if they get out in space, you got to have the athletes to match them. Agreed. I mean, Wisconsin showed it even this past weekend, losing to BYU. And BYU is not an impressive team at all. No. They shouldn't beat a top 25 team. No. I think that just proved what everyone thought already, that Wisconsin was way overranked. Right. I, I, I agree with that. And, I don't know, I guess Penn State showed up against Kent State. That's not much to talk about, though. It's a cupcake. It's just a game to get them to this coming week. Or yeah. to get him and play. That's very true. But no, going on your SEC comment, Alabama looked phenomenal. Georgia beat up on some cupcake team. Georgia, then, you, yeah. had the, you had the game of the week in LSU and Auburn. How about LSU, though? I think they're for real. I think Coach O is finally, it's his team now. People are finally going to get him off the hot seat. You know, I, I, you know, we might be a little early saying how good LSU is. I thought they kind of got screwed in the rankings this week, in my opinion. I think they should be in the top 25. Sorry, in the top five. You think LSU should be top five? Top top five. I mean, you, you've beaten t- two top 10 opponents in three weeks or two top 10 opponents in three games thus far. You should be. They're two top ten teams. How do you? How are you not ranked the top five? Oklahoma does, should not be in the top five. Yeah, this is my first time seeing the rankings right now, and I totally agree. LSU is. If you put them against Oklahoma, LSU I think is winning that game because of defense, and also Oklahoma. They just. I mean, I don't think they have the. Uh, I don't know what you call it. The puck. I don't know. Just Oklahoma. I agree with you. LSU should definitely be ranked over Oklahoma. There. That's, I think Auburn that's probably what I, could 
tell a little bit more, but also teams behind them didn't show too much to hop them. Here's the thing with Auburn. I mean, they're a one-score game being 3-0. And then if Auburn's a one say Auburn 3-0, they're probably a top five. So you think no matter what have happened that game, the winner of that game should be top five? I do because of the strength of schedule. I mean, if whoever – say, for, for example, I'll say Auburn beats LSU last week. Well, now they've beaten both Washington and LSU. And that's a really impressive – start to the season it is but it's tough to argue to have a team drop when they keep winning like you hardly ever see that in the rankings if a team's wins they usually stay where they are they rarely drop depending on who they play like i think especially like like, like a one score game for oklahoma against iowa state it's that they were favored by 18 they didn't cover the spread yeah i do think they should get knocked for that yeah and I mean, LSU coming in at a 10-point underdog. And they, that's impressive and they that they're straight up one. Yeah. So I agree with you there. Oklahoma's overranked. They're going to be – yeah, they probably won't stay there long, especially if LSU wins next week. I think LSU, if they just win convincingly next week, they'll probably pass up Oklahoma. Right. No, I, I mean, I, I just think LSU's got Louisiana Tech this week. If they don't lay an egg – I think, especially Oklahoma against Army, say Oklahoma has another trip up where they don't look as dominant or they don't cover the spread again, mm-hmm. and say LSU does, I could see LSU moving ahead of Oklahoma after this week, especially if they put on a dominating performance. Okay, so you mentioned covering the spread. If you're a uh, rankings voter, do you actually take that into consideration? I would. I Explain. definitely would. Because well, it's, I mean, no one, the players aren't thinking about that. They probably don't even no. know what the spread is. Oh, they definitely do. They look. Think so. Here's so so. Here's my philosophy behind it. Okay. If you're as good as you are, and say you're favored to be a team by that much, okay, let's see how good you really are. You're favored to be a team by 15 points. If you're really that good, you're going to beat them by 15 points especially if you're playing against a team that has significantly less talent than you, you should cover the spread. You should cover. You should be able to beat the spread against a team that, 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 that you're playing against. I mean, agreed, but some of the spreads are so, like, godly big. But also the talent difference is even bigger. You're telling me that Iowa State has the talent even comparable to Oklahoma? I don't think so. All I mean, sure, Iowa State's got a couple players that could, you know, walk on to Oklahoma and be contributors. But top to bottom, oh, Oklahoma's head and shoulders. They're, they're yeah, like you said, they're head and shoulders better than Iowa State. They're head and shoulders more talented than Iowa State. They have head and shoulders more resources than 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 Iowa State. So show us how good you really are. Go into Iowa State and beat them by 18, 20 points. That would get voters' attention. Yeah. Then I look at it. I mean, we talked about this game last week, and I circled it. I said, I think Oklahoma will have a tough time, and I wouldn't be surprised if they lost. Yeah. But, I mean, they ended up pulling it out. But you're right. You expect them. You want to see a team like Oklahoma, a top-five team, you want to see them beat up on the little teams. You want them be so convincing that, 
it's going to be tough to not put them in the college football playoff at the end of the year. Right. Beating, beating a team like Iowa State by, what, 10 points? Yeah. Not that – doesn't really – really it's really not that it, – it, it, it's, it's really just not that inspiring. It really isn't. I mean, it was at Iowa State. Yeah. Still. You it was a noon game, too. It wasn't a night game. If it was a night game, that spread would have been a lot different. wouldn't have been 18. It probably would have been 14. Yeah. But – so what game? So here's so here's the game that I that I really thought was my biggest takeaway the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, LSU goes into Auburn and beats it. That's my most impressive victory. But I still think the game that had the most at stake was USC and Texas. And I think the Pac-12 took a major hit this week. Oh, yeah. I knew you were going to say that. I was pointing at that the score as you're, like, building up to it. I was like, he's going to say Texas-USC. It's just because if you look at this conference, particularly in the South, there's not one team that can make the playoff this year. I was and just talking not... with my manager about it today. We were talking about the Devil, Sun Devils. I was like, that was yeah. lost last week. And he's like, the whole Pac-12 South is not good. Like, the only team with a winning record is, like, Colorado, he said. Yeah, they're, oh, they're not going to It's just with ESP losing and it, they took a big hit. And I think with Auburn losing to LSU really hurts Washington. I mean, because for example, I just, I just don't. Because the thing is, I could see Auburn losing two more games this year, at least. The best thing for Washington would have been if Auburn won out. Yeah. Or if this is their only loss, if this is their only blemish and LSU keeps doing well, then it won't hurt them as much. But you're right. Auburn needed to win that game for Washington. So I so I have a guy who he, he definitely favors the Pac-12. Okay. I know a guy who favors Pac-12 more than probably a lot of conferences. He told me that if Washington wins the rest of their games on their schedule, they're in the playoff. Automatic. You think so? No. Is that what he thinks? Yeah, he thinks they're all right in. No. I don't think so either. Not a chance, especially if – I don't see Alabama – I mean, it's tough to see Alabama slipping up right now just because of how I dominant they are. I can't with see Urban Alabama. Meyer, yeah, I, I mean, with Tua, their offense is unstoppable, and they already have the number one defense year after year. Ohio State with Urban coming back, he's going to have a chip on his shoulder. He's going to be putting up 70 points a game. He's pissed. Clemson, mm-hmm. they got two quarterbacks who can win them any game. I mean, it's just going to be tough for a one-loss Pac-12 team now to really try to get in there. I mean, even with Oklahoma still undefeated, I'd still put a one-loss Big 12 or over, over a one-loss Pac-12. I think that's a toss-up. That I think that you're going to have to go into the strength of schedule and really see who played who, what was the circumstances, you know, really break it down because to me those are the two worst conferences i mean i actually i don't know the acc is bad i think clemson is going to go undefeated in the acc this year i think their toughest game is probably going to be boston college yeah and so i think Georgia's the second best team in the country i think they're top to bottom loaded i mean they're right there with alabama they're built the same way they can beat you in many different ways they have too deep at quarterback. They have a defense, a, a defense that's going to get after you. 
Mm-hmm. And they got weapons on the outside that, that can beat any corner. No, I agree. The one thing Georgia lacks is really that downfield threat with Fromm. Fromm's more of the check down guy or, I mean, he'll lead downfield, but he's not going to, he's not going to take the top off the defense like Tua does. No, but you have Justin Fields, who is a number one dual threat quarterback. So say Fromm isn't really working out. Well, there goes Justin Fields. Um, No, they're not going to move on from Fromm, but look, you could have said the same thing with Jalen Hurts last year until right. something needed to change or else they were going to lose a national title. What if we're going to the SEC championship game this year and it's a reasonably, you know, managed game. It's a manage. It's, it's, it's a, you know, the game's within reach. Georgia's down 10 at half and here comes Justin Fields and maybe he lights it up. I could totally see him doing that. He'd provide a spark. I mean, historically Alabama has struggled with a running quarterback defensively and yeah, I guess if they do need that spark. But I think it's got to be more than a 10-point game. It's If it's like a 20-point game going into halftime of the SEC championship between Alabama and Georgia, then I think they make the change. But if Fromm has at least kept him in there, then I, I can't see them taking him out. Yeah, but what if Fromm is just completely irrelevant? Like, what if he's not? If he throws like three picks in the first couple half. picks. Yeah, you know, like it's the clear. He's the clear reason why they're not in the game. Then yes, I agree with that. But I think they're gonna have to really think about that if it comes down to it, because Fromm has done nothing but win. As soon as Easton went down last year, Fromm just kept on winning. Right. What like you said, like Jalen did, but Jalen had that glaring hole of not being able to push the ball downfield. I personally don't know what Justin Fields can do. I haven't really yeah, seen him play. Yeah. I mean, we all kind of knew Tua had a big arm because there's always that kind of whisper throughout the year, like, hey, they got this guy. They got this guy. What they talk about with Justin Fields is that his running ability. I've yet to hear anyone really talk about how good of a passer he is. Fair. I mean, if he's not a good thrower, how much do you you really upgrade then? Except for the fact that he's got this magical ability to run the ball. Yeah. Which Georgia never even has problems with. Mm Mm-mm. But just kind of goes back to my point of where I think this pack, this this loss from USC really hurts the Pac-12. Ohio State's going to be there. I mean, Ohio State at most is going to have one loss. At most. Yeah. They are, I mean, they are, they're better than Michigan State. They're better than Michigan, and they're better than Penn State. And they're better than Wisconsin from what we saw last weekend. They're hands down the best team in the Big Ten. Yeah. They are above no one has even gotten close. And they always do seem to lose some fluke game, which gets Wisconsin into the Big Ten title game or a, pack, or a Penn State into the Big Ten title game because they'll lose to an Iowa like last year, which was a blowout. I hate to remember yeah. that. But that really hurt. If As long as they don't have a loss like that, they're a lock. No, I would completely agree. And then, of course, you have Clemson, the ACC, which I don't think is going to lose a game. I think they're going to kind of walk through the ACC. I think the ACC is really down this year. So back to kind of my point with the Big 12 and the Pac-12. What if you have Clemson undefeated, Ohio State with one loss at most, Mm -hmm. winning the Big Ten? Say then you have Bama, Georgia, one and two SEC championship games. Say both are undefeated, which – they could. They're on kind of a collision course to do so. 
I think you take both regardless of the outcome. You have to. I mean, just looking at the other conferences, they're so inferior to the SEC and the Big Ten for it somewhat that if you want the best matchups, you do put in both Alabama and Georgia. If one's undefeated and one's one loss. Right. If they're both one loss, then it's kind of tough. Thoughts? Okay, so let let me ask you this then. What if Georgia or Alabama has two losses after the SEC championship game? Mm -hmm. Washington has one loss or has two, has has two losses cuz i think a one loss washington does get in over a two loss georgia mm-hmm. what if washington has two losses and say oklahoma's got one or two losses i mean then it can get really interesting cuz maybe you say you have a one loss team in the, in the big 10 like wisconsin what if they went out i mean there's so many variables we can play here oh yeah it's endless i mean there's 100 teams that anything could happen I just still think the SEC and the Big Ten have a leg up over every other conference. They have more slack. I still think a one-loss Georgia that loses the only game in the SEC championship game is a lock to make it. I think it's a lock. Yes. Barring unless, I mean, the un- one un- thing I unless, think of. Yeah. Or no, go ahead. Unless Oklahoma goes undefeated and looks really good in the process. That's about it. Yes, I think if any, if any conference champion out of the Power Five is undefeated, they're in. I mean, there's there's no chance there's going to be five undefeated teams at the end of the year. There's there yeah, I can't see it happening. It's just too there's just too much at stake. There's too it's just too many games. But like you're saying, or I want to go back a little bit. With Washington's chances, like we were saying, it all depends on if Auburn does well. If Auburn kicks ass and maybe loses, like, one more game, and then Washington wins out, and if you do come down to Alabama and Georgia, each with one loss, I think you got to put Washington over the loser of the SEC championship. Solely because only if Auburn goes, like, 10-2. and two. Okay. So you're saying – which, which could happen, but that being said, though, say Auburn goes – and, and and say Auburn has two losses. Who do you, who, who's their second loss against? That means that they're going to beat Georgia or Alabama. They're gonna they're gonna beat one of those two teams. So that automatically puts the SEC loser at two losses, which there's no way they're gonna get in. Yeah, and now looking at Auburn's schedule, they got to go to Georgia and to Alabama. What about Mississippi State? What do you think about them? Well, are they are they at Mississippi State or are they home? Oh, for Auburn, yeah, at Mississippi State, they're not going to win that game. That's going to be a tough game. I think Mississippi State's really good. Do you think Auburn has a shot of going like eight and four and just killing Washington's chances? Yeah, I do because I think the game against A and M is a toss up. They could lose to A and M. A and M's not a bad team. I mean, fuck, they could lose to Arkansas. Who knows? Because. This being said, Auburn is Auburn is down this year. They're they're going to be a very good next year. They're going to be better next year. Well, who's going to be the quarterback next year? Jared Stidham was supposed to do like his one final ride this year. Yeah, but I mean, those 
programs, you have talent just waiting to play. That's very true. I'm not too Aubrey- worried about them losing Sidham. I'm more – I'm more I, – I feel more strong about them returning, you know, four or five offensive linemen and three running backs. That'd be huge because that's their offense. Gus Melzahn loves to run the ball. Right. And Jared Stidham has just been like a, an extra gift being able to push the ball downfield a little bit. Right. So what do you think about Texas? What if Texas runs the table now? Do you think their resume is strong enough knocking off USC? No, because I, I mean, if they run the table and they, I mean, I, I would take, probably take Texas over Washington if they went out because they're going to have big wins against Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, West Virginia, and they're going to have some USC. They're going to have some good wins. I mean, they're going to have a lot of good wins. I look at Washington, say Washington wins out. Well, well, what are their best wins? Oregon and Stanford. That's it. Yeah, that's not nearly as good as beating like an Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, or uh, I don't know, pick any of the SEC teams, really. I mean, I would take a Texas over a Washington at that point if they win out. Because at the end of the year, quite frankly, I could see only two Pac-12 teams being ranked, and that's Stanford and Washington. I mean, that all comes down to this weekend. There's a big Pac-12 matchup this weekend. Yeah, that'll be a fun game. That will be very fun. So what do you got for this weekend? I think we kind of covered most of last week. Right. I think, you know, there's a couple games that, that I really like this week. Um, for, for if, I mean, if we want to go with betting circumstances, you know, we can have that. I like Michigan State favored by four and a half against Indiana. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a tasty game. I like USC favored by three and a half over – Washington State. I like Maryland favored by one and a half, according to um, Vegas Insider here. Favored by one and a half over the Gophers. I am all over that one. Um, I think I think that's a lock. I mean, I don't think I don't see the Gophers going into Maryland. And, I mean, it's basically no. a pick. There's no way they win that game. Well, not only that, but Gophers have their best RV out. Their best what? Oh yeah, Rodney yeah. Smith's out for the year. Or his ACL, yeah. I don't like Minnesota. I think PJ Flex just a, just a salesman. I don't think he's a very good football coach. I haven't seen any improvement. No, like especially coaching. You look at uh, the SEC and the Big Ten. Fisher, you need you need the top of the line coach. Yeah, you the Gophers aren't going to be getting an Urban Meyer, uh, Jim Harbaugh, Nick Saban, uh. Dabu Sweeney, uh, anyone. So the Gophers, I don't see them. Yeah, P.J. Fleck, he's a fun coach and all to watch. He can talk a lot. But they're never going to do anything, really. They're not going to. He's not going to get them to the – he's not going to get to where, they're, where they want to go. If I was the Gophers right now, here's the coach I would go out and get. It sounds kind of nuts, but this is the coach I'd go get. I'd go get either Matt Campbell or I'd go get Les Miles. Because here's the problem with the Gophers. They can't recruit. They they can't recruit. That's been their Achilles heel. They can't recruit. 
No, they lose out. They even lose out to the best kids in Minnesota to Wisconsin and to Iowa. I mean, they can't even recruit in-house the best players. It's just you. I I can't stress to you how much recruiting is and spending money. That's why Texas A&M is the best job in the country because they're spending money left and right. Dude, fucking uh, Sumlin used to take a helicopter to go recruit kids. I mean, no way that came out of his pocket. No, this is it just it just goes back to the point. The Gophers is one of the hardest hardest jobs in the Power Five, in my opinion, because you it's so hard to recruit kids to that school. It's so hard. I mean, how are you going to recruit the best kids from California and Florida to the fucking frozen tundra where they've never even probably seen snow? Not only that, but, kids are going to want to go there. Not only that, but say you do get the best kids from Minnesota. Guess what? There's not many. There really isn't. They have yeah. a, that linebacker from Eden Prairie, the Coughlin, or he's probably their best in-state recruit over the last, I don't know, five years that I can remember. I mean, they do this. They all do the same thing. They run the ball for two yards. They get up and they hit, do it again. Yeah. I mean, they've been trying to build their defense. Their defense is usually the best part of their team every year. Right. But their defense isn't built to stop Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, Michigan State. No. Wisconsin, even. No. Never. They just don't have the talent, and they most likely never will have the talent. Probably not for – yeah, probably never. At least in the foreseeable future. future. Yeah, that's bad. I kind of like Ohio – uh, getting eight and a half against Cincinnati. Really explain. I haven't seen too much of either of these. Two. So Cincinnati's three and all. They had a huge win for their programs terms against UCLA. But how good is UCLA? Oh my God, UCLA might go winless. And what's their schedule? Yeah, and o- o- Ohio got throttled by Virginia last week. I mean, it was about probably about a 10, 12 point game. But Virginia's a power five team. I don't think. Cincinnati's, you know, anything relevant in the eight in in the American Athletic Conference. I kind of like Ohio. I mean, it's something to look at. I don't know if it's one of my locks, but it's interesting because that that coach, that Frank Solich, is a pretty good coach. He's been there a long time. Yeah, I mean that the game will win some money. Yeah, Ohio. That's digging deep. Uh, a couple of thing spreads I saw. I yeah. really Wake Forest plus seven and a half against Notre Dame. Yeah, it's Notre Dame's struggling. Talking right now. going on between the coaches. I mean, it's in yep. Wake Forest. Yep. And yep. I, I don't see Notre Dame. I mean, Notre Dame. They they never win convincingly. It seems like I feel like they always just kind of get through, and then they'll finish the year ten and two or eleven and one, and uh, they just they've never really a threat. So that's why I like Wake Forest in that one. Yeah. No, I, I kind of on the same page here with you. I just don't really see a blowout. No. I don't see Notre Dame breaking away. Because Wake Forest looked pretty good against Boston College last week. They didn't. Boston College, I mean, they can – they'll shock some people in the ACC every now and then. That over with Purdue is tempting too. What's that sitting at? 66 and a half. That's tempting. Oh, and over I really like the uh, Red Raiders and Cowboys, 77 and a half. I think there'll be points put on the board that game. 
Yeah, it's going to be religious. I re- So here's the one spread that I'm really mad at myself. Okay, I'm so pissed. <laughs> this floored me. Florida Atlantic and Central Florida opened for an over at 69 and a half. It's now 77. Wow. I was looking at that over the day it opened, and I didn't know what was going to happen, and I was kind of sitting on it, and I checked back like a day later, and it was like 75, and now it's 77. I I was all over. I was going to be all over it. I liked it, but I just I thought I I just didn't know for sure. I wanted to see if someone would push it down, but oh, that thing went. Yeah, a lot of money going the over there. What about this one? A and M, or I'll rephrase it differently. Alabama is favored by twenty six against A and M. According think to Paul, that solely just because Jimbo Fisher, I don't think he's going to let his team get blown out that bad. You know, I, I was listening to Paul Feinbaum religiously. Uh, he, he he's you know, worshipped in the state of Alabama. I know. He's saying that this 26 is generous. To A&M? To Bama. Oh, yeah. I don't think Bama can win by 26 against a good... No, he's saying Bama can beat him by 30. Oh, he thinks he can beat him by 30? By 30. In, In Alabama? At home. Bama's at home. I know. I don't know. That's a that's a huge spread. I mean, that is, but I don't know. That's when I, I don't think know they covers that. They could cover it. I don't know if I could touch it though. I feel more confident going Georgia fourteen and a half over Missouri. I think they're going to kill them. Ooh, I was looking at that one too. I think I think Georgia's going to kill them. I think I was more looking at the. Over under. What's the over under? Over six, sixty-four over. Could it could definitely go over two. I think both will happen. I could see like a fifty to twenty-five game, honest or twenty-eight game. Like I think they're gonna kill. I think. I think uh, I'm all over Georgia. Okay. What do yeah, you- I agree with you there. I mean, Missouri. I mean, all they got is Drew Lock. I mean, he will put up points, but not enough to get within 14 points of Georgia. I just think if they're giving up 30-plus to Purdue, they're going to get lit up against Georgia, a team that's more talented, more physical, and is going to kind of do what they want. Mm -hmm. I mean, Georgia is a a bully of the NCAA now. I mean, it's it's a cut and copy of Alabama. I mean, Kirby Smart's a great coach. They're going to be there for a long time. Have you seen their recruiting classes coming in? I mean, all I've been hearing about Georgia is that they're loaded at receiver and they're going to be reloaded at receiver. The defense, their defense is always scary. Running backs are always just, they are literally trying to copy Alabama. And they're doing a good job at it. They are... I want to say have, like, the top two of the top five defensive ends coming in, along with the top receiver. They're going to be just loaded. Justin Fields is going to love that. Yeah, they're going to be they're going to be really good. What do you think about this spread? South Carolina favored by two over Vandy. 
favored by two. I mean, I I'll probably take that. South Carolina's, I mean, historically the better team. I realize it's in Vandy, but I think South Carolina can cover that by winning by a field goal. That's it. Yeah, I think they cover it. Um, What do you think about uh, Iowa plus three? Oh, I don't know if I – Wisconsin's going to be pissed, dude. Pissed. They may be pissed, but I still don't think they can – they're going to be able to show up enough. I mean, it's in Iowa. It's a night game. Always tough. Honestly, I think that I think the over at forty three and a half could it could cover an, an over. Yeah, I could see that being like a twenty four twenty game. Yeah, and I think Iowa covers that. Oh no, Iowa wins twenty four twenty. I think Iowa wins. Yeah, that's bold, dude. Last year, Iowa put up fifty five against Ohio State. In Ohio State, you can't. Yeah. Ar- Ohio State is way better than Wisconsin. Right. But does, didn't Iowa lose a lot of guys from last year? They return a pretty similar team. I couldn't tell you that. I don't know. I mean, I imagine they're it returned quite a bit if they're still only uh, – if Wisconsin's still only favored by three. Yeah. I mean, especially with Wisconsin being ranked so high, like I feel like the Vegas would still give them good odds to beat in Iowa if Iowa lost a lot of people. Right. But they still have who Kirk Franzen or Harvey say his last name Kirk Ferentz. Ferentz, yeah. I mean, he's a good recruiter. Yeah, takes all the a good, bunch of good Minnesota kids. Usually gets the best kids in Iowa. Yeah, they're serviceable. Mm. They're gonna win eight games this year, like they do every year. Yeah. What do you think about what? Baylor favored by seven and a half against Kansas? Only seven and a half. It's Kansas, man. I you. It, you take that bet. I'm taking, dude. I think I might do it. I, you, I think you put a good amount of money on Baylor too. I, I mean, mean, Kansas just what won their first game in the last. Or they're first two and one. Kansas is two and one. Years, five years. Kansas is two and one, and Baylor just got fucking throttled by Duke. I mean, throttled. So would you take Kansas there? No, I'm taking Baylor. I'll take Baylor. I I I can't take Kansas. I I just huh. can't. You can't no. rely on Kansas to win me money. I mean, if that's happening, then I don't know <laughs> what the hell's going on. <laughs> I mean, if if you win that, I'd go buy a Powerball ticket. Fuck. I mean, seriously, if you're betting Kansas, even if Kansas to cover spreads is fucking sketchy. They've been easily the worst Power 5 team over the last five years. Oh, it's bad. You almost wonder, like, the only reason they stay in the Power 5 is because of their basketball program. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would agree. Um, two more that I have. I yeah. like Oregon plus one and a half with Stanford. You think I also Oregon's going to – I think Oregon's going to win that game. Yeah, I can and then Ohio, And then I got Ohio State at minus 37 solely just because I think Urban's going to show up. He could, he could flirt with 80. <laughs> and they might not even let up a point. Yeah, they're going to – without both, so that's – that's not good, but I still think they probably cover. Oh yeah, they're they have they're so loaded at the defensive side of the ball. It doesn't matter if Bose is out, especially oh. against Tulane, Michigan. Well, I mean, yeah, going against Tulane. Oh yeah, yeah. There's no way Tulane can block whoever the D the end is that's backing up Bosa. Yeah, no, I 
It's going to be a long night for Tulane. So Ohio State will cover the over in that by themselves, too. What's the over in that? 68 and a half. Yeah, <laughs> it might. I mean, I just think Urban Meyer's pissed, and he's not going to shy away from putting points on the board. No, they're going to want to make a statement. So that's what I got. You got any more that you got your eye on? I thought you had one more. Or is this, oh, you had both of those? Oh, I dropped Oregon and Washington. Or I said Oregon and Ohio State were my two. Yeah. What do you think about Michigan favored by 17 over Nebraska? Nebraska's rough. Nebraska is rough. But I don't is, think. Especially if that QB doesn't play either. I mean, they're really scraping the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. And if Michigan wants to stay relevant, they're going to have, like you're saying, I want to see Michigan cover that spread in order to show that they're still relevant and can win games convincingly. Right. I kind of like Michigan in that one, I, to be honest. At 17. Favored by 17, I just think that's going to – I think that's a little low. I think that's a little generous, especially that spread's kind of came down a little bit. What was it sitting at before? 18. Came down a whole point. Okay. Another one I'm looking at is Navy favored by six and a half at SMU. Hmm. SMU has had a lot of really bad games this year. They just got killed by Michigan. They got killed by TCU. They're 0-3. Going against a team like Navy that can run the ball. And coming off a huge win. Yeah. I... I don't know if, how much I'll do it. I don't even know if I will do it. But that spread's been looking at me in the face the whole week. The six and a half? Six and a half, yeah. Because generally, Navy's a, a good non-Power 5 team. They're usually like a very strong non-Power 5 team. Yeah, they'll go seven and five, eight and four. They'll probably win nine games. They'd win nine, ten games every year. They do not win nine, ten games every year. Yes, they do. Look it up. I'll pull up the. I'll pull up their deal right now. I got all the teams in my big journal of. You know it. It, but they're usually a very strong non-power five team. I'm trying to pull up their. God, this could take a second or two. So I'm looking at. UCF, Temple, UC, USF, Cincinnati, East Carolina, UConn, Memphis, Navy. Last year, seven and six. Year before, nine and five. Year before, eleven and two. Year before, eight and nine. Eight and seven. Year before, nine and four. I mean, they're a good program. Yeah, they just suffer from. They're not even in a conference. They're an independent team, aren't they? No, they're in the AAC. Okay. Last year when they played SMU, they won 43-40. to 40. It's a good game. Just a video game. Oh, my God. The year before, they beat them 75-31. to 31. Holy shit. That might go over. Yeah, I was going to say, take the over on that one. Yeah, SMU, they beat them the previous year, 51-14. to 14. God. I know you're saying you like the 6.5, but I'm really starting to like the 63 over. Yeah, I think I do too. I think the only problem is though that they have a new coach and Sonny. I guess they're gonna yeah, SMU will air it out. That's an over. I'll probably take the over on that one. 
I'm excited. This will be my first weekend bet in college football. Take it easy. I mean, you're not going to want to blow your wad on a couple games. I'd sprinkle it out. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, I'm not a big money better. Like, last week I had my parlay in the NFL, which it started out hot, really fizzled out at the end. But, I don't know. These NCAA spreads are just so crazy at times. No, no. It's tough. You got you got you got more to work with. I think NFL's tough. It is. Like I thought the Patriots were like a lock, but they're favored by seven this week. And I don't think they lose back to back, but we can go over that a different day. But I like that one. Yeah. No, I agree. We'll talk we'll talk the NFL some other day. We or, will. Or we... something. Hey, while we're or for college football. Who do you got on your Heisman watch this week? I'm all over. Um, you still Tug Viola. I'm all over Tug Viola. So I think he's going to play his first four quarters. You think he'll have to? I think he's going to. He hasn't played four quarters yet. I think he's going to play. I think they're going to play four quarters this, this week. Yeah, now it's getting into conference play. I mean, he's, I think he's, the, he's, he's obviously the guy. Yeah. I think he does play four quarters. Yeah. I like that. And we had the same argument last week. I still like Will Greer. He's putting up good game-like numbers. Kansas State, they are just muck and grind. Yeah. He'll torch them. I don't know. I think that's going to – he's not going to – dude, Bill Snyder, do not sleep on Bill Snyder. That's one thing I've learned in betting is do not (laughs) bet games that are involved with Bill Snyder. Dude, he's just been around forever. The fucking stadium's named after him. I know. I mean, seriously, do not bet on Kansas State. If there's a spread and there's Kansas State involved, do not bet it. What's the spread looking like for that game? It's like 16. 16. I'm not touching. Yeah, it's 16. I'm not touching it. And the over 60, I can't do it. So I could see Kansas State putting up 10 points. But I could see them holding to West Virginia to like 28. Or 35. Well, that covers 16 then. If you yeah, bet against the time, I could totally see like Kansas State just time of possession, just grinding out, you know, like a relative close game. And only lose by like 10 or even yeah. more. Yeah. I mean, Virginia is not built to play with a lead either. No. That's very true. It's two, two. I mean, just a, a two touch. I mean, more than two. I mean, almost a three possession favorite to what to to Dana Holgerson against Bill Snyder is really sketchy for both sides because I don't think Bill Snyder has a very good team. No, I mean Kansas State has not really been. They're just meh. I mean, they're always there, but yeah, like you're saying, they're not. Bill Spider's time is coming to an end, I think. But they're not going to fight from him. He'll step down it when he decides to. Just signed a five-year deal. He did. Before the year. He's like eighty, isn't he? He's old. He's gonna die on the sidelines. Oh. But that's the way he wants to go. I bet. I mean, the no, I hope so. After him, he's like, bury me right here, wherever I yeah. drop down. Bury me there on the field. 
Yeah, he's something else, man. He's just a football guy. Oh, he lives for it. What do you think about Haskins? I really like him. Yeah, he's good. He's really good. He's a great passer. If he keeps up the stats, I mean, he's got one of the highest completion percentages in the country. Yeah. Right up there with Greer and Tua. I'm excited for that, for him to really get going against in-conference opponents. That's going to be fun. I really want him to go against D'Antoni, James Mm. Franklin, Harbaugh. I am really excited for it. It'll be interesting to see how he handles it. I mean, usually Ohio State quarterbacks handle the pressure. Yeah. So I think it'll be good. I'm just looking at – fun. What's that? It'll be fun. It will. So I'm looking at, like, other people's Heisman watches right now, and they got Kyler Murray at the top. I mean, yes, he does have that stereotypical Heisman-like quarterback's ability where he can run and throw. Yeah. But I don't think he's – I don't think he's, like, number one yet. The only reason he's number one is because he can put up numbers because he has to play a whole game. Right. And I just I, – I can't take a whole lot away from playing Army. Like, I'm not going to go, yeah, he's got phenomenal stats, but he's playing Army. Oh, yeah. You know? I, I'm, I'm all big on strength and schedule. If you can perform at a high level against – good teams on a weekly basis, absolutely. you're going to get my vote over a guy who plays four or five teams that are just cupcakes. Yeah. I mean, I agree there. So I just look at Tugavai. Like, yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I don't know really. I didn't know where I was going with mine. I just look at, like, Tug of Iola. He's – they've played a good – They've played an all right starting schedule, but he's played half the game and he's completing like 80% of his passes and he has like three TDs a game, you know? Yeah. If you keep him in the whole game, that's six touchdowns and, you know, I mean, game. Say he goes against a team like, you know, A&M that's kind of putting up more points than other teams have been. I mean, say, Tagovailoa plays four quarters. He might have five touchdowns. A couple rushing, yeah. He might have five touchdowns and 500 yards total offense. I mean, honestly, he could probably throw for 350, run for another 120, 150. I mean, he's that good. He is. He The only reason he's suffering from, like, Heisman voting is because, he, like you're saying, he only plays one half each week. Yeah. Just because the game was already 50 to nothing. I mean, there's people saying this is Nick Saban's best player ever. And best team since he's been in Alabama. Offensively, yeah. I mean, it's like, whoa. Which is absolutely terrifying. Terrifying. And the fact that he's only a sophomore, he's got him next year. Yeah, it's just not. Watch out, NCAA. It's not going to end well. He'll probably go down as the all-time leading passer in Alabama history. Gosh, probably. Totally because I can't think of any quarterback that they've had that puts up numbers. McCarron. As far as I can remember, oh, yeah, McCarron, but. John Parker Wilson, Brody Brody Croyle. I mean, yeah, but they didn't have eye-popping numbers. They won games. Yeah. But they didn't have a lot of passing yards like Tua does. Right. 
God, he's fuck. He could oh. win three national championships too before he's gone. Yeah, I mean, that's the. T- I hate to admit it because I I'm not an SEC fan, but he's got that ability. No, he does. I mean, he's freaking really good. Mm-hmm. He's and they're gonna be, defensively. They're gonna be better next year. <laughs> fucking a. I mean, they got. I mean, I'm looking. I'm looking at their defense right now. They have three returners from last year from the projected starting lineup. They have three returners. That's it from from last year's team. That means they're going to have more this year. Jeez, just an it's a machine. It's a machine. And their leading rusher at the moment is only a sophomore. Najee Harris. Yeah, that's just not wow. Jerry Judy, unreal. It's yeah, it's I don't know. It's bad. I mean, it's they're gonna they're they're loaded. Do you think this is good for the NCA? Because I feel like now it's almost turning into the NBA with well, the Warriors they're a lock. Like Alabama is a lock every year. Like it's kind of annoying. Like. Who's going to knock them off? They may lose an SEC game, but, you know, they're probably still going to make the playoff no matter what. If I'm in the playoffs, I want the four best teams every year. It's like the NBA Finals. I want the two best teams. It's like the Super Bowl. I'll give me the two best teams. I don't want to go watch them. Like, for example, in the NBA, I don't want to watch an eighth seed play against a five seed in the title. True. I don't really – it's like same thing in March Madness. I don't want upsets. I don't want them. Because the product of the game gets worse. And then in bigger stages, when there's a bad product of a game, it's not good. Like the 16th seed, great story, don't get me wrong, bad product. Oh, yeah, no one wants to watch them because they only have, like, I don't know, what, 20,000 fans that care? Compared to a Kentucky who has millions of fans across the country. Well, and you're going to watch, you know, this NBA stars of tomorrow. I mean, the guys who you're watching the NCAA tournament are going to get a job in in freaking four months. Yeah. You know, I don't want to watch that. I don't care. I agree with you there, but it's just something I look for. Like, I want to see the upset. I want to see how, like, part of me still wants to see how a, a group of five team would do in the playoff. Like, just one time, like, would they get absolutely blown out of the water? Or could they make it interesting? Like, let's go back to that. What if uh, UCF made the playoff? What happens? Do they get I blown mean, Alabama against Alabama for week one, or the first game? I would think they're going to lose. Well, I mean, you think they're going to lose, but you think it, do you think it could be, at least be a good game? I, I think don't know. I just, like a- because, yeah, they beat Auburn. But they, but Auburn was mailing it in. Auburn did not care. Auburn is going. We have to end our season playing a group of five team. Really? I don't want to go and play. I want to go get ready for the NFL draft. And that's what a lot of kids are doing nowadays. They're just yeah. skipping the bowl. Which you I know. personally don't agree with. But no, I don't I either. Mean, you have obligations. Saving your body for millions of dollars. Right. I agree. 
but you know, it is what it is. Yeah, you do have an obligation to your team. You know, you have an obligation. But you know, different discussion for a different day. Yeah. We'll have to see. But right now I like I know you want the best teams, but just once I want to see how it works out. Fair. Fair. All right, you got any last points for college? So I got it's gonna be another fun week. I mean, we thought last week was gonna be kind of a snoozer, but I end up kind of having some major changes in the landscape. Ended up having one of the probably one of the best games of the year in LSU Auburn. Probably. Probably. No, I'm excited. My favorite game fun. this weekend, uh, uh, Bama A&M. That'll be Bama fun. A&M's your favorite game. Yeah. I'll be watching that one. Yep, that that's gonna be a great one. That'll be a fun game. I'm looking forward to that one. I'm looking forward to um, Oregon and Stanford. On top of that, yeah. I'm Out really here in looking- Twelve Country, that'll be a fun one too. You know what game I'm even looking forward to for an entertainment perspective? Texas Which Tech one? and Oklahoma State. Yes. Video game. They can, they can the put up 100 video. points combined. Did I tell you last year, um, I took the over on um, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. And... It covered at halftime. What what was the over at? I'm trying to figure out again because I'm trying to look at this game. So they played Oklahoma State and they beat them 62 to 52. Oh, I want to say the over in that game was like 72. And that was covered in the first half. First half, yeah, it was covered in the first half because each team had like 35 points going at halftime. I mean, if I'm betting on a game, I think I'm bet I'm taking the over on that game. You, you, can't, you, you can't take the under. Oh, no. If you take the under yeah. and that happens, you knew, you, like, you knew something. Or that, yeah. I mean, you're either bad or else you're just like, don't sh- you're hoping, praying for weather. Yeah. Last year when they played Texas Tech, it was 41 to 34. And I think Texas Tech is a better team this year. They are. Oklahoma's quarterback makes me nervous. Or Oklahoma State's quarterback makes me nervous. He had a nice last week. He had a nice game, but he made some throws where he either wildly overthrew his receiver or was terribly underthrown. Which he's young or he's new. I mean, he only he had. I guess he had the whole off season, but it's still his third career game starting. Right. Fourth career. But I just I don't know if he's quite has the arm talent right quite yet. No, but he, I mean, he's also a senior, so he's got that veteran leadership skills. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I'm looking at Texas Tech right now. Yeah, I mean, they're, they don't really play defense, they don't, they try turnovers. Dude, outside of the um, Big Ten and SEC, no one really plays defense. I mean, there's no. a couple of schools scattered <laughs> out like Stanford or, uh, I mean, Clemson's got a great defense, but other yeah. than that, everyone is Florida just State, Florida State's got some good defenses. Florida, uh, Florida State's in a shambles this year. Oh. I know it's early. It's still Willie Taggart's first year. I'm not on the bandwagon of 
calling for his head yet. Not yet. Florida State is not looking too good. No, they are. They're a wreck. DeAndre Francois is getting beat up every game. Yeah, that team's team's in shambles right now. Yeah. I think they'll eventually figure it out, but they'll go six and six this year. I'm hoping for a bowl game. I'd love to see it. I hope they make a bowl game. If they can crush themselves to six and six, they'll be able to. I mean, it'll be like the fucking Idaho famous potato bowl. It'll be the I mean, game yeah. any of those players ever played in. I'm looking at their schedule here. They got Northern Illinois, then they go to Louisville, to Miami, Florida, Wake Forest, Clemson, at NC State, at Notre Dame, Boston College, Florida. That's tough. They got one. I think they could get two this week. Three. I'll go four. Wake Forest has four. Honestly, they're probably not going to make a bowl game unless they upset somebody. Are you stopping at four and eight, or are they going five and seven? Five and seven, four and eight, somewhere in there. I don't know if they can go into Miami, Florida on a back-to-back and beat them. No. Miami, I I think Miami's got can... it figured out now. They'll be – I think they're – Miami will be – I don't know. Team. Yeah, I don't know if they can go into Notre Dame on a back-to-back after NC State and win. No, I agree with you when there. It's cold, when it's cold in November. In South Bend? I don't know. That'll be a tough. Especially since they're not even beating, they're not even looking competitive right now. Yeah, I mean, I mean that game against Syracuse was piss poor. That game should have been a lock. That should have been a lock. Mm-hmm. I want to get your uh, thoughts on this one. Okay, I think Ryan Day locked himself in as a head coach next year. Hundred percent. I don't know where. Where? I mean, honestly. If something happens with Michigan, he might jump ship and go there. Okay, where is he from? What's what what part of the country is he from? Ryan Day? Yeah. Uh, do you know? I don't know. That's something to really look into though. Because you think go to like his alma mater to start? Well, I think that has a lot to do with ties in regards to recruiting. He's from New Hampshire. Gosh, that's I don't know. And he I was went thinking, to New Hampshire. He played quarterback there. Because I was thinking, okay, if he's from Texas, I think Texas Tech could be an option. I mean, any school in Texas is going to be interesting. I mean, you got to take that interview at least. We'll I mean, you see. Think, what, you yeah. think Cliff's gone? If they don't get to a bowl game, he's gone. Honestly, I think six and six, he's gone. Yeah. I mean, they brought him in to compete for the Big 12, and he hasn't been able to I like Kingsbury, too. I like him, but I just don't think he's that good of a coach. I think he's a phenomenal coordinator. I was just about to say that. Great OC, but I don't think he's a – he's not a leader. I mean, when he left, they were significantly different because he was there when Manziel was there. Mm Mm-hmm. And they were – they were – they were really good. And they didn't have as much talent as they had when he left. Uh-huh. They were there was more talent when he left. Yeah, that'd be interesting. So it'll be fun. We gotta see how things shake out this week because coaches are starting to get hotter. Watch out for North Carolina this week. That's a big game too. Who do they got? 
um, if I'm right. Pitt. That could be a make-or-break game for Larry Fedora. Why is that? Then they go to Miami the following. They have a bye. Virginia Tech. Then they go to Syracuse. Syracuse is off a bye. Back-to-back at Virginia. Home against Georgia Tech. At Duke. Rivalry game. Western Carolina, which is a win. And then NC State. Yeah, lost the pick. Could really send a spot. And if they don't win a game going into their bye week, I think he's gone, which could very well happen. Yeah. I mean, but North Carolina is not a powerhouse football program. I'm not looking at no, that but bringing a big-name coach. No, but they do have talent there, though. I'm looking at their team right now, and there is talent here. I'm looking at their quarterbacks, the 18th-ranked recruit. I'm looking at their tailback. He's 38th. They have another one behind him who's 25th. Um, I'm looking at the receivers. They got a couple in the top 40, a couple linemen at 12, 11, 34, 41 in their respective recruiting classes. I see a D tackle that was 13th. I see a cornerback that was 55th. I mean, there is talent here mm-hmm. to win. You know, just, it's a big school, tons of resources. So, Let's say this happens. It kind of ties in the past couple teams we talked about. Fedora gets the axe. Kingsbury gets the axe. Does Cliff look at North Carolina if a Texas Tech goes after a Ryan Day? Do you think that would be a good signing? Um, no, I don't think Carolina would go after Kingsbury. Just not their type of offense? No, I just think that why would you go out and get a coach who just got fired, who had – years of six and six record records i mean you're not really making it it's you know a better hire you're not it's not a vertical hire you're kind of seeing more of like a horizontal yeah barry i think would be maybe one of the more sought after coordinators in the country mm-hmm. like if you know he ends up going to uh I mean, I don't know what positions would be even out there, but, I mean, he'd be perfect out in the Pac-12. Kingsbury? For a coordinator, yeah. Going to, like, a USC, if that job would open up for a coordinator spot, I don't know, but could be interesting. I could see that. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to talk about coaches right now. Too early. Yeah, it is. But it's always fun to talk about them. Yeah, because it's going to be – that's – it's kind of lays the landscape. I mean, especially because, like, Coach O is on the hot seat every week. <laughs> Never know why. No, yeah. It's true. Even uh, – seems like Kingsbury's on the hot seat. Sumlin's on the hot seat again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Sumlin, he deserves to be. He – that team has looked absolutely abysmal. Yeah, that's terrible. I don't know what I don't know what he's got going on there. They don't look good. It's a disaster. It truly is. It's not. Do you think ASU starts spiraling out too. What was that? Do you think ASU starts spiraling out too? Do you think Herm may have not have been the right guy right now? 
Uh, it's too. It's to get me, and he's only lost one game. Yeah. You know. Oh, you're just saying you think ASU is going to start slipping up. I think they are because, I mean, they're going to go to Washington. This is t- I mean, I don't know. I, I, you know, I can't. I don't think they're going to slip up, but I do think they're going to. Like going to USC is really hard. Going to Colorado could be tough. Stanford's not an easy game, and then at ending Oregon. with two, and then ending with, and then ending with two road games on the road at Oregon at Arizona. I mean, those are not. Those are tough. Those, you know, that's tough. Yeah. So. No, yeah, they do schedule. That's just going to – I think that's going to be the downfall of the Pac-12. I think they're just going to all knock each other off just because they're all, like, kind of mediocre to an There's just not going to be – the one clear winner is going to be, like, Washington or Stanford, depending on what happens this weekend. Right, I would agree. So I still like Oregon. I like Herbert. I think he's – I think that'll be a game to watch. Yeah, I'm excited for that game. That's going to be a fun game to watch. That'll be a good one. Yeah. So. All right, what else you got? So what I, that's, uh, that's, that's about all I got. We'll keep you guys updated with spreads on Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. So I'll get Probably those. Probably out, yeah. So we'll get those Fucking out. Nice. It's going to be a oh, best time of year. Oh, yeah. I, I say it every week, but it's the best time of year. Oh, I know. Like, I, I – my weekends are jam packed because of football. Like I try to convince myself to go outside and do something, but it's like, fuck, this game's about to come on. Oh, I know. Like someone's like, you know, I got like some of the boys back home are like, you know, let's, let's go out and hang out. I'm like, eh, I, can't. <laughs> I got football I got stuff. I mean, I, just, I mean, I don't go to bed till 2am because of these pack 12 games. My God, when you broke it down a couple weeks ago, when you're like, I'm tired. And we're like, Hill, what have you been doing? You're like, all right, Thursday night I had to watch the NFL game. Friday, and then after that, you had to like another West Coast game you had to watch. Friday night is all Pac-12, so that's yeah. super late. Saturday, literally, you start at, what, 11 a.m. and go till the late games of 2 a.m. for, fuck, if you want to watch Hawaii. That's gonna be- <laughs> the way you broke it down is literally you watch like, uh, what, 72 straight hours of college football. Yeah, it was Football bad. In general. And yeah, no, again, and then of course you have the bets that's going on, and you're looking for spreads everywhere else, and then people are going, you know, asking about stuff and about what's going on. <laughs> so I'm plugged in the whole, you know, the whole time too. I get a couple hours to myself in the morning to get some coffee. I live off caffeine, <laughs> you know, to kind of keep me going. And then the minute Saturday ends, which is at 2 2 a.m. I'm firing up the NFL at 7 a.m. again, getting ready <laughs> for that day, you know. It just never ends. No, it's an absolute battle. It's an absolute battle. And then you have work during the week. I'm taking Monday off because I gotta recover here. I haven't I've been going for three weeks straight. <laughs> so I'm taking Monday off to kind of regroup a little bit, but here we are. I'm taking Thursday, Friday off next week to go watch some football. Nice. Where are you going? I'm going to L.A. Vikes, Rams, baby. Nice. You'll have fun there. Mm. That'll be a fun game. Oh, hey, Hill, let the listeners know. What you texted me, me and Zane the other day, you're like, I'm <laughs> like documenting my weekends. 
Yeah, so this let, let the people weekend, know. So this coming weekend, I'm gonna document. I'm gonna be writing stuff down about how, um, just how my weekend's going and kind of what is going through my head throughout the weekends on a half hour basis or a 15 minute basis. I was uh, paying attention to this guy who writes on iScore. He does. He did this on Sunday, and it just inspired me to really come out and to tell you what goes through my head on a weekend basis starting at we can we can do, you know I can start Friday night with USC and Washington State so I'll do that I'll start on Friday night and I will go through the whole weekend and just kind of let you know what's going through my head cuz I'm sure this weekend's going to be jam packed cuz there's a lot of games out there and it's going to be wild so are you saying like you're writing down like little tidbits, just whatever comes through your head, whatever you're thinking? I'll, yeah, I'll put, I'll have a notepad with me and I'll just look at, you know, I'll just write a couple things down and then I'll break it down once the weekend's over and just, you know, I'll basically tell a story next podcast next week about how it went. Hey, I'm working on, or I shouldn't say I'm working on, I started working on a blog a couple of weeks ago. Street no Fire. way, what? Bringing her own blog. A blog. Would that be perfect for you? We can, yeah. I mean, I can, I can show it on the blog. I can show it. I mean, I can tell you guys this here. You know, let's get it done. Hey, I'll talk with Petron. I'll get this blog set up, and you and me will just, or we'll just be putting out content. Just what's going through our head. Because honestly, all last right. Sunday, all, my brain was racing the whole day. That's I mean, me. That that I'm telling you, when especially with college, college is more, is is way more intense than 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 pro football. Oh yeah, I just wasn't. Like, I haven't gotten way, into college yet, or betting wise. It's, yeah, it's way more intense because there's more games going on, and you're always looking ahead because you have your early games, you have your middle of the day games, you have your five o'clock games, and then you have your late games. It's not like the NFL where you have your noon and three and then a one game at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have and choose. four different sections where you're just going ham. I mean, fuck, there'll be Saturday morning. I'll get up, shout out West Coast. Football starts at 9 a.m. I'll roll out of bed, throw on ESPN, and there's like 20 games to pick from. Oh, yeah. It's just the best. Oh, yeah. But no, I think so. We get this blog going, then we can we'll let we'll let people know. Our people can hear us talk. If they want to do that. They can read our stuff. I think people want to know what's in, what's going on inside your head. All right, that's fine. There's got to be a lot going on in there. Oh fuck! I mean, it's I I I I do have to coach about an hour and a half on Saturday. Ooh. Like I do every Saturday, but I'm telling you, I that those are some of I you know some stuffs going through my head then too. <laughs> like so, I mean, I'll, I'll keep you guys updated. I you know so we'll see what happens. All right. So that's what I got. I'm excited to document. It'll be a fun weekend. I'm looking forward to it. I'm already pumped for Friday. Hey, tomorrow it all starts tomorrow. Hey, we'll see. All right, brother. All right. So, this was college football. Probably talking NFL. Uh, what do you think? Can we talk tomorrow?
tomorrow busy might tomorrow. be tough. You can even do Friday. I can do Friday, Saturday before the games too. So keep me updated. Sounds good. All right, All bring right. listening. You heard it here first. Watch out for the blog and be coming with more content. Oh, fuck. Almost daily now. Yeah. And not only that, watch those spreads, baby. Ooh, we got a lot coming. Buy them. Buy them. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you guys later. Yeah.